the all-star app, the number one app in the business, UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. For yourself, man, that fight is probably the highest of highs, man. I don't know. I, I would never be able to feel something like that. Explain it to me, man. What did it feel like being in the center of the octagon with Joe Rogan interviewing you, Madison Square Garden, you just got a first-round knockout over, over a guy that, you know, probably, you know, it was an even fight going in, right? Either one, either guy could have got smoked in the first round, but you're the one who did the job. Yeah, it was unreal, dude. Uh, it was a perfect setting. It was the perfect uh, opponent. Um, you know, that guy, you know, I'm in all week. I mean, he was definitely respectful. You know, he was running around with his dad and his brother. I was running around with my dad and my brother. So he kind of joked around like that. Um, he showed up, he made weight, he stepped into that cage and fought me like a man. And, uh, but, but, you know, he was, he's like a bond villain. It was perfect. I heard the USA chants going in Madison square garden. I heard the steamroller chants going, uh, and, and we got it done. How do you keep yourself from being overhyped? You know what I mean? Like there's gotta be something right. Has, has, have you done anything? Do you do anything to keep yourself calm in that moment? Or do you just take that energy and it just comes out of you in your, in your fighting? Uh, breath is key. Breath is key. You take a deep breath control the heart rate and zone in and, and focus and dial in. And, uh, that's what I was prepared to, you know, that's what I prepared to do. And that's, that's what I did. You know, I was hundred percent focused and, uh, but, uh, you know, enjoying, you know, every part of it. Was that the cleanest knockout of your career? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like, uh, no injuries from the fight. That's a, it was a blessing, man. Anytime you make it out of that octagon uh, healthy is a blessing. And uh, it, it was, that was a clean one. It was nice. When you landed that left hook, was it like, you know, some fighters say, like, when you land the clean shot, you don't really feel it in your hands? Yeah. I It was like a, a walk-off, like, home run, like, I just felt I, I felt the left hand hit. I saw him I saw him drop and fold, and then I just fit, uh, followed up, finished, and then I was just so fucking happy the ref stopped the fight because I would keep getting flashbacks from my last fight where I would fold him. I would land a punch, I'd see him fold, and I just keep punching, and the ref wouldn't stop the fight. But then he'd like get up like a zombie and like swing back at me, which was also fun. You know, they're all, they're all fun each in their own way. Um, but this time I folded him, put him out, ref stopped the fight. And I was able to jump on the cage at Madison square garden and, uh, and enjoy the moment. Definitely. Definitely. The left hook, man, is it something that, you know, your coaches saw in the tape? Like he would march forward with maybe his, his, uh, right hand down or something like Was there something to that? Uh, you know, we, I wanted to get him, uh, overzealous and coming like, uh, coming forward with his punches and I was going to make a miss and I was going to make him pay, whether it was with uh, my striking or, you know, time it, take him down. Um, that was those are the two options. And, you know, Twitter world wanted me to bang. So I banged and, you know, and, and it worked. <laughs> was was the plan like I think you mentioned it after the fight to, to take him down? Was it to take him down and, and, and to ground and pound? Was that what you guys were working on? I was going to take him down. I was going to beat his ass. You know, uh, 
That's it. You know, but every every fight, you know, I, I love every aspect of martial arts. You know, I've I'm a wrestler at heart, you know, started wrestling. I love jujitsu. I fell in love with Brazilian jujitsu. I love choking people. Um, I love knocking people out. Another one to the highlight reel, man. That's uh, like you said, it's the cleanest. So it's going to be the one that people remember you for until your next one, right? Until the next knockout you get. Exactly. Until the next one. 2022, man, you had two fights, two wins, two first round knockouts. Has it been the best year for you as a professional? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has been. It's been a great year, you know. Uh, stayed busy, stayed healthy, stayed, you know, I fought two times that year, which is average for me. Would have liked to fought three times, but, you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. And you were coming off last year, 2021, where you fought twice and you lost both fights. It must be like a, a, a completely different world around you, right? It's like, but do you, do you always keep your mind on that year and say like, yo, it could always go bad. So I got to, you know, relish these moments of good. Yeah, you know, definitely. But it, it's always the next fight, you know, it's just on to the next and uh, enjoy every moment. You know, and uh, and even even throughout that whole, you know, 2021 through those losses, I was still enjoying the moment. I was still training up for the next fight. You know, I was still living an extraordinary life, chasing a dream. You know, I married, you know, 2021, I mar married my my wife. It was amazing. Um, and, you know, it's uh, you know, we're just living in the moment. Do you feel like. The, the good moments outside the cage, outside of training, uh, allowed you to, you know, keep your mind focused on, like, what was your goal in, in fighting? Yeah, definitely, you know, um, just just life in general, you know, it reminds, reminds you of, you know, you know why, why you want to go in there and fight the best guys in the world and when you need it, you know, remember why you're doing it. Um, and I, that's what I was prepared to do. I was, I was prepared to get in that third round and uh, be bleeding and be like thinking about, you know, why I'm doing this and to push it for, you know, one more round to win the fight. You know, that's what I was prepared to do. But, uh, you know, we didn't have to this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't have to. And it's so good. Um, what, when you look back at your previous fights, which fight were you banged up the most afterwards? Like it took you so long to just become, you know, become fully healthy again, like to become normal, like you could walk around without aches and pains. Um, probably the Bob Ross fight. I was the most fucked up. It, like my, I had uh, stitches here. My eyes were all fucked up. Uh, and then my legs, because I, I was kicking them a lot. And uh, I remember my, my legs are usually always like banged up, uh, when you throw in all those kicks with that shin guards and stuff. But I remember that fight. I was definitely uh, a little fucked up. But I was still, I was at the after party, you know, I was fucked up, crunch, crutching into the after party a couple drinks later, and then I'm dancing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the after party, how was the after party uh, for this fight? Oh, it was great, man. It was great. We went over the bar, uh, met up with all my all my buddies, all the team rollers, and, uh, and we partied, we celebrated, we watched the rest of the with the of the fights. The fights were amazing, um, 
And, you know, we always have a great time. Like, like I said, you know, win, lose, or draw. The team rollers ride with me, and uh, we go take over cities, you know, around the world. You know, from St. Louis to Tampa to Atlanta to, uh, to you know, New York City. Uh, you know, we, we always have a great time. It's a movement, man. When you said, let me hear the chant, it was a pretty fucking loud chant, man. Steve Roller. I know. It was, it was unreal. <laughs> um, there was a lot of action acts. Uh, a lot of action outside the cage, you know, on fight night. Did you see any of the wild shit that was going down? Um, <clears throat> what I saw, Nate Diaz uh, smacked uh, Dylan Dennis. No, he didn't smack Dylan Dennis. He smacked the old guy standing next to Dylan Dennis. Uh, that's that's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Why is he smacking an old man? I don't understand. Like the dude had like gray hair. You know, he was talking yeah, yeah. shit though, but still, you know. Nah, that's not that's not that's not the move. No, 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 it's not. Anything anything you saw after the fights, or were you just pretty much in your after party and you didn't even get to see? No, anything? no, I didn't see what what else went down. You got to tell me. I think Kevin Holland and uh, Jamal Hill got into it with like Usman's people. Some but some people with Usman. I don't know why exactly, but. I don't know, man. It's kind of wild how, like, we can't be civil, man. Because, Matt, you've always been civil. Like, I've never really seen you, like, get into it with anybody outside the cage. Have you ever? I mean, back when I was young, back when I was young, uh, you know, I was an idiot. But then I, I found martial arts, and it, yeah. it centered me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're young, I, you know, I guess. But Nate Diaz is, like, 40 years old, which. Yeah, yeah. Know, He's, uh. He's he's probably he's got some some other issues probably exactly, you know exactly oh, well I was talking to some other fighters about it and they were saying like he's like a forty year old kid out there living his his dreams <laughs> I don't know yeah yeah. yeah maybe he could be part of the slap fight league what do you think of that Dana White's new promotion slap fight league I don't know man is that, are they gonna just do like the stand right in each in front of each other's face and like like just slap each other like just take it slap for slap is that what it is exactly what it is that's exactly yeah i don't know about that i I don't really like to watch it but uh because i just think like fuck like why are you doing that brain damage like that you know i'm trying not to get hit (laughs) exactly there's no defense i don't i don't know but it's it's popular man like if you go on youtube like there's so many leagues and and videos of of guys slapping each other and knocking each other out. And what about those uh those like makeshift cages that people fight in? Have you seen those fights on YouTube as well? That's crazy, right? I don't even think they get paid to do that. Those are like the the Russian ones with like the sandbags like in the Yeah, pit. yeah, like those and then there's other ones where they're just like in a field and they're like straight up soccer kicks, all that. It's wild, man. Yeah, man. The the fight game is uh you know, it's like what Dana White said back in the day. It's like the combat at its, at its rawest form and, you know, competition. But uh, thankfully, I'm fighting at the, the highest level in mixed martial arts, you know. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, when you, when you have someone like you and then you watch that, you're like, man, those guys, I don't know what they're doing with their life. But um, Yeah, I always tell uh, Ray Longo that when I like, and then come out of retirement when I'm like 50 and like, like coach, you know, I'm coming out of retirement, bare knuckle boxing. 
<laughs> to just like remind me of the conversation and not train me. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the call out of Patty the Batty, right? You want to go to England in March. You say you want to travel the world, you know, but the, the, the matchup, why is the matchup so interesting? Um, because I, I, I want to grapple with them, honestly, you know, <laughs> I want to grapple with them and, uh, you know, he, he's well-rounded, but he comes out and he throws, he's got, you know, he throws, uh, he has his striking and then he has his wrestling and he has his jiu-jitsu and, you know, I have all that as well. So I think it, it you know, it's going to be fun to see who comes out on top, you know. Are you also looking for fights that will like raise your stock, you know what I mean? raise your popularity as a fighter because i think that's also important right in the ufc yeah definitely you know uh i i can always look at a guy and tell you you know what excites me you know like i'm just looking for fights that that really excite me and uh and are on line with my time frame what is the time frame for you march march so march or beyond yeah, yeah, I think March in London is the fight, you know, me and Patty. There's also Australia in February. I think you mentioned Jamie Malarkey, but I think yeah, he's I injured. I think he's injured. Um, any other names, you know what I mean, in that region? Yeah, you know, um, we'll, we'll, there's always names, you know. I got to just take a look. <laughs> so you're really, you're really like set on March in London as as your next fight then for now okay all right i'm pretty sure you know but there's not many guys calling you out though right have you noticed anybody wanting to fight you no no i haven't haven't been called out since the old roosevelt roberts who wouldn't stop saying my name oh that's right that's right i remember that i remember (laughs) we talking about that for like two or three fights ahead of two or three fights in the ufc that's right um I'm hoping, man, UFC in London for you. I'm hoping for it, man. I'm I'm hoping that no matter what happens, you said you want it. So I'm hoping it for you. Everybody, if you want to check out some of uh, Matt's highlights, especially his knockout, go download the All-Star app in the descriptions. Thank you, Matt, so much for the time, man. Enjoy your, your time off. Yeah, thanks, bro. I will. Good talking to you.